episode number 147. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We are currently exploring how to know what type of career change to make, whether you should be making a shift, a pivot, or a leap when it comes to your career move. Yesterday, we were talking about shift, and today we're going to be diving into the pivot and what you need to look for in terms of signs that you may be needing a pivot in your career and then what you do about it. So without further ado, let's dive in and talk more about making a pivot. I'm going to be talking about how to know what type of career move you should make, part two. And today we are going to be focusing on the pivot. So let's talk about the pivot, right? We talked about the shift and what it means to make a shift in your career. And a shift is really about you moving internally within your organization in a role which maybe is a promoted role or perhaps it's a role within a different department. So you're doing very similar work, but you're moving into a different department or you might decide that you're going to take a very, very similar opportunity within another organization. So you're basically saying, not happy where I am right now, so I'm going to make some kind of a move and you make a shift. So the shift is the most common form of career change in that it doesn't take a lot of time, energy, resources for you to be able to move. And most of the times when people think about making a career move, their their thought is, oh, I need to go and speak to a recruiter and find another job. And they will look for a role that is similar. So that's the shift. Sometimes it is required that you go beyond the shift, though. And if what you're doing right now is not what you want to be doing, you might say, well, I don't want to move into a similar role or I don't want to stay within my organisation. I want to do something different. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the pivot, what that looks like, and when the pivot might be most appropriate. Before we dive into that, though, I do want to address a thought that I see time and time again that people have that turns into a belief that can sometimes derail their uh, journey towards making a pivot and making a move. So if you are somebody who's been working in your industry for a long time and you've been doing what you've been doing for years, right? We're talking five years, seven years, 10 years, and you're considering potentially making a pivot and doing something a little bit different from what you've been doing so far. What can often come up for people is I'm going to have to retrain. I'm going to have to go back to school. I might have to go get an MBA. I might have to go and do a degree in order for me to shift and do something that's different from what I've been doing so far. I'm going to have to retrain. And that thought that you're going to have to retrain or that belief that people have that that's a requirement can cause them to backtrack and say, well, in this season of my life, that's not something I want to commit to. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience for me to have to retrain. So I'm just going to have to stay where I am and just settle 
So that is what people often think, or they think, well, I'm going to have to retrain. And if I have to retrain, that means I'm going to have to take a pay cut and I'm not going to be able to maintain the lifestyle that I already have. Those are some thoughts that people have around retraining. And so I want to challenge that thought right now and say it isn't always the case that you need to retrain. And really, that thought that you have to retrain is rooted in the belief that you must have previous experience in something in order for you to perform, right? It's like that catch-22 where it's like, well, I need to have experience in order for me to get the role the first time. I'm going to have to have experience. So how do I actually get the experience that I need? Or thinking that because I don't have the experience, I can't even go for the opportunity. And I want to look at that. So if you think about what we're saying here, we're saying in order for me to do something different than I have done before, I need to have experience in it. If that were true, then we wouldn't see people getting promoted. If that was fully true, we wouldn't see people getting promoted. Because think about it. If you get promoted and you move from a role and you move into a more senior position, the the skill set that you are needing, the experience that you need, all of the things that you need to operate at management level, you will not have experienced before fully right? You might have experience doing this type of role. So let's let's say we're talking about lawyers. So say you're an associate, you will have experience practicing the law, right? You'll have experience advising clients. Yes, you'll have experience with that. But you will not necessarily have experience with some of the strategy that you're going to have to get involved in at management level. You might not have experience at the leadership that you're going to have to be able to, to execute and you're going to have to deliver at management level. So why is it that you are able to get promoted then? Because you haven't done it before, but you are getting promoted to do a role that you've not done before. The reason why you can get promoted and move and operate at a different level than you've been operating before is not based on the experience that you have. It's based on the skill set that you have and the potential that you have and the value that you've already been able to demonstrate. Right. You've already been able to demonstrate in your current role that you are capable, that even if you don't know the answer, that you are able to figure it out right? You're able, you've been able to demonstrate that. And because you've been able to demonstrate that, you can get a promotion. So let's now take that same line of thinking to you wanting to move into a different role. If you want to go and you want to do something different, you don't necessarily have to have done that thing before. What you need to be able to do is demonstrate that you have the skill set that translates into that thing. And you need to be able to articulate how are you going to operate at that level? And you need to be able to cultivate a level of trust that you are a candidate who will know how to operate in this new space. Right. So the idea that we have to retrain in order to move into a different direction is not the case, because if if that was true, everybody would have to stay in the one role that they've been doing throughout the course of their career. And we know that people move from one role to another role to another role throughout the course of their career. And if you search and if you look up career changes and look up examples, you'll see that there have been people that have moved from one career to another and they haven't always gone back and got an MBA or got a degree. So I wanted to just lay that down first and foremost before we dive into the different types of pivot, because I know for some people, as I start talking about the ways that you can move, you might be saying, yeah, but how am I going to do that? I can't see how that's going to be possible for me and disregard it, even if a pivot is what you need to do right now. Let's talk about the two different types of pivot. So the first type of pivot is when you are moving into a different industry, but you're doing the same type of role, 
right? So similar type of role, but you want to move into a different industry. So perhaps you've determined that the industry that you're in right now is no longer aligned to your values, or you're not enjoying how it is that you're making the impact, or the direction of the industry is such that it's in decline after the pandemic and the way that things are moving. Maybe this industry isn't the right place for you to be right now. So then you'll be saying, okay, well, the the role that I do, the work that I do right now, I still want to do that type of work, but I actually want to do it in a different type of industry. So that's a pivot, right? It's like, I'm doing the same work, but I'm doing it in a different environment. The other type of pivot that you might want to make is doing a different role in the same industry, a different role in the same industry. So you've identified that, okay, I like the industry that I'm in and I enjoy what it is that we do within the industry, but the role that I'm doing, the specifics of my day-to-day isn't working for me. And so I now need to figure out how can I do a different role that stay within my industry. So I want to give you two examples of how this has played out for clients that I've worked with. So one of my clients who was working in her industry for 20 years, She was doing her role and she was working in the industry for 20 years. She decided that the industry was no longer where she wanted to be. So the industry was no longer aligned to her values. So she was working in the oil and gas space and she wanted to do something that was more sustainable and better for the environment. Right. So the same type of role and her skill set is what she wanted to continue to do, but not in the same space. So initially, she assumed that she'd have to retrain because she hadn't had any experience working in this other industry. She hadn't had any experience in working in um, sustainable energy. But what she realized is the skill set that she had gained over the last 20 years was super, super valuable and super, super relevant. So when she was able to look at that and pull out what about what she's been doing so far is one, relevant, two, helpful to the new industry that she wanted to move into, she was able to make a transition without having to retrain. She's able to make a transition, get a promotion and get a massive pay rise, like all in the same process because she recognized, okay, this is where I want to go. This is what I have to bring to the table. These are the assets that I have and this is how I can leverage it. And that's the really important piece. It comes down to positioning when you are pivoting. So often we overlook the skill set that we have and the tools that we have in our toolkit. How are you positioning yourself and your existing experience so that it's attractive to your target role or market? So she was able to make the transition. So her pivot was very, very similar role, but in a different industry. So example of the other type of pivot, where it's a different role within the same industry. Another client of mine, she was working in the legal sector, working in real estate, and she realized that I'm working in real estate. I'm not really loving what I'm doing. But when she was drilling down and saying, well, what about my work is causing me to feel this way? Go back to yesterday when we talked about the importance of audit. What about my work is making me feel this way? She realized that she enjoyed the day to day of practicing law. She enjoyed the speaking to clients, the advising, the research and all of that. What she didn't enjoy was the types of clients she was working for, commercial property transactions. And for her, she wanted to make more of an impact. So what she then did was stay doing a similar role, still practicing as a lawyer, but she moved into a different sector where she was focused on charity work, not-for-profit work and working with clients who were really making an impact in what they were doing. And for her, that made sense. For her, she was like, right, I know that the work that I'm doing is ultimately making an impact. And so that's good. So she was able to make a shift, moved into a different role within a different firm, got a promotion. And at the same time, transitioned to working in a way that was right for her. 
So those are two examples of people who have been able to pivot over the last year without having to retrain, but who were able to get clear on which aspect of my role needs to change. Often when you're uh, approaching a career change, what can cause the overwhelm is you're looking at everything and saying, okay, I know I need to make a move, but I don't even know where I want to go. I don't even know what I would do. And it just feels so broad. When it's like, I want to make a change, it's so broad what my options are. You get overwhelmed with options. And when you get overwhelmed, what happens is analysis paralysis, where it's like, there's so many options, I can't even figure it out. And then what do we do? We just stay where we are. We just stay where we are. So what we do to combat that is instead of looking broad and saying there's all of these options, we identify and diagnose what is the actual problem for me. So then I can drill down what needs to change. Like, let's isolate the issue so that we can decide what needs to change rather than saying, I just need to throw everything out and I need to do something completely new. That isn't always necessary. So if you're sitting at your desk and you're saying, ah, it's frustrating working for these types of clients or I have no interest in the product or the service that my organization is selling, then maybe it is that you need to make a pivot, keep the role, but move the environment in which you're doing it. Or if you're saying, okay, I love working in this industry, but this task that I am required to do in this role on a day-to-day basis drives me insane or is not aligned with my skill set, or I feel like I have so much more to give but I can't give it because this this role doesn't give me the scope to give it. Like I know that there's skills that I have that are not being utilized here. If you're saying that, but you really enjoy the industry that you work in, then it's a pivot that's required. You need to change the role that you're in. So I want to encourage you when you're saying to yourself, where I am now is not where I need to be. Drill down, get more specific about why. What about what you're doing is a problem? Because then that can guide you in terms of what type of move we need to make. Are we making a slight shift or are we pivoting? And if we're pivoting, what type of pivot do we need to make? So there's loads of different options for you. But when you're able to drill down and decide, okay, this is the lane that I need to be walking down, it makes it so much easier because the the options are then narrowed down and you can then focus. And when you're able to focus, the type of career change strategy and the type of job search strategy that you implement is going to be so much more effective because you've got focus and because you are targeted. So that's really what I wanted to share today around the pivot. The pivot is possible without retraining, but you need to understand what type of pivot do I need to make and also understand how do I articulate the value that I bring so that that pivot makes sense to whoever it is that I'm trying to convince or impress, right? You need to know how do I take what I have and then how do I repackage it in a way that is compelling to my target audience. And that's something that we work on in the program. So yeah, be speaking to people very, very soon around that. But I will be back again to talk about the third way that you can make a career change. So far in this series, we talked about the shift. Today, we talked about the pivot. And tomorrow, we're talking about the leap. So when it comes to the leap, that is about you saying, right, I don't want to be in this industry. I don't want to be in this role. I want to do something completely different to what I've been doing so far. And so I want to talk to you about when is appropriate to make a leap and what kinds of steps are required to make that leap. That's what we're going to be diving into tomorrow. I am grateful for you being here and I will see you again very, very soon. Are you ready to make bold career moves? Are you tired of coasting in a role or career that is no longer a good fit for you? Are you ready to create more of an impact through the work that you do? And are you ready to get paid more and be recognised for your brilliance? 
If you are nodding your head or saying yes to any of those questions, then lean in because I'm about to tell you about my newly enhanced coaching program. The Career Changemaker program, formerly known as the Career Clarity Academy, is my signature coaching program, which is a transformational coaching experience focused on helping you to develop and advance in your career. The program will help you to clarify the type of career move that you need to make next, create an unapologetic vision for your career direction, and leverage your existing experience so that you can make the transition as quickly as possible. It's also going to equip you to articulate your value so that you can really shine and attract stellar opportunities and negotiate those amazing offers. We want to be moving you into the right role that you're really excited about as quickly as possible. I created this program and the Career Changemaker Method because it pains me to see so many amazing, brilliant, talented women fall into the category of coasting female professional. And what I mean by that is there are women who are coasting through their day to day at work, who are complaining to loved ones about the work that they do and the environment that they're in, who are scrolling job boards, looking for inspiration, but not taking any action who typically do what others think they should do rather than what they really want to do and who feel trapped in the careers that they've built for themselves. What I really want to see is more women adopting the career changemaker status. A career changemaker is the type of woman who makes an impact through the work that she does, who is excited to talk about her upcoming projects, who knows how to network strategically to create new opportunities, who is unapologetic about what it is they want to do and why it is they want to do it, who recognises new opportunities during seasons of change and who is really ready to take control of her career so that she can become a trailblazer in an area that she's really passionate about. If you like the sound of becoming a career change maker, then I invite you to make an application for this program. Now it is an application only program because I want to ensure that only the women who I know can get results will join this program so we can hit the ground running and move you to where it is you want to be. So if this sounds good to you, make an application. You want to head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash program, P-R-O-G-R-A-M. And there you're going to book a call with me and be directed to a career change assessment. Once you take the assessment, you're going to identify where it is you need to focus in the career change process. And we will have a discussion to see if the program is a good fit for you to get you there and whether you are a good fit for the program. The investment for this program is going up on the 1st of December 2021. So if you are listening to this before that time, I encourage you to book a call, make an application as soon as possible so that you can get in at the current rate. So head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash program. I look forward to hearing from you. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. I invite you to head over to our Career Changemaker community over on Facebook so that we can continue the conversation over there. Head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash join and it will direct you straight to the group. I look forward to seeing you there.